Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Ladies and gentlemen, and Tea Partiers everywhere, you've got Doc Holiday. Another great week. It's Doc Holiday's Tea Party. We're glad to have you with us. You're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And first, let me let you hear a soundbite from Memorial Day weekend on the lawn of the United States Capitol. As it was ending up, I had a question I had to ask my eight-year-old son as he was taking it all in. So listen up. Did you think about the Declaration of Independence when you saw that? You got to see that in the United States Constitution. Do you know what those documents mean? That were, that were free. All right, this is Doc Holliday's Tea Party. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. And we got a special recording in the background. You hear the Memorial Day celebration that's put on every year. Free concert right in front of the United States Capitol. It's just ending. We got thousands of people heading out of exits. But I want to say Memorial Day, once again, we've honored our veterans, honored those who fought in the wars, that have made this country what it is. This afternoon, I saw the Declaration of Independence and the United States Constitution, the original documents. I was there with my family, helping them understand the history of this country. In the background, as the music's playing, I just want to say I am happy to report that the United States Constitution still starts with the three words, we the people. And my fellow Americans, I just had to let you hear when we recorded that live, my eight-year-old son named Graham, and he asked him, what does the Declaration of Independence mean to you, the United States Constitution, when he had just seen the original documents that afternoon and that night, right in front of the United States Capitol, is so true. And that's what, when I asked him what it meant, and he says that we are free. And that's why we are. We live in a free country, and the freedoms are being threatened, and that's why you're listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. That's why I'm on the air, so I can help bring you what it means to be free. You're telling me, and I'm telling you, together we're working together to make sure that freedom still thrives in America. It's being threatened. But I said what I saw with my own eyes, that we the people... The first three words of the document of the United States Constitution. That's what binds us together. And that's what gives me hope for the future. This Tea Party movement. It's you and me working together with fellow citizens in all 50 states. we got to keep working together. It's very important. And that's why this show is going to be important for you to listen to. Listen up what we got going on. First, we're going to hit the news. We've just had the New Hampshire debate for the Republican Party, those in contention for the Republican nomination for president. We're going to touch on that. Then it is that ever-looming debt limit that we talked about. You can go back on the very uh, first of the year and listen to Senator Roger Wicker, United States Senator Roger Wicker, and we discussed this very thing that would be coming up. And it's very important that the United States gets this right. And I'm telling you that we are not hearing the real aspect of what it means about this debt limit. And we're going to talk about that tonight. And it's going to be in the Rock of Liberty speech. We're going to talk about Tea Party Ghostbusters. 
Tea Party Ghostbusters. If you want to know what it means to be a Tea Party Ghostbuster, listen to the Rock of Liberty speech coming up at the end. Tombstone of the Week Award goes to someone that's been um, been outrageous. You you you'll know when I speak out the actions, the name that's provided the actions. So listen up for the Tombstone of the Week Award from Doc Holliday's Tea Party, and then we also have special guest clips from. Somebody I respect and admire. It's the state treasurer of the state of Mississippi, and he's going to talk to us about some of the, the bond and the debt limit and what's happening in Washington. Even though he's a state treasurer, he knows the finances, he knows what he's talking about, and he tells us about what we can expect if we don't change course. So we've got a, a state treasurer, Tate Reeves from Mississippi. He happens to be running for lieutenant governor. For those out there, make that disclosure. He is running for lieutenant governor of the state of Mississippi. Now, I also want to tell you, I promised you a few weeks back, we had some clips from uh, Kevin Jackson, and I'll try to add some. I got one tonight we'll put in about when what, what did Kevin Jackson, the uh, African-American conservative and he does not he does not like that term you gotta you gotta know kevin jackson he'd rather be called a black conservative but this consensus of the media to say african-american so i the african-american black conservative kevin jackson when he was in uh tupelo mississippi at the birthplace of elvis presley he had something to say about being at the birthplace of elvis presley we went and toured uh presley's boyhood home so uh, you want to listen up to that clip. Got a lot to pack in here. So another another great Doc Holiday's Tea Party is right here waiting for you to come on board. So listen up. Now, the first thing we got to get to is the news. And the New Hampshire primary has come and gone. And there's a lot of jockeying for position. I think uh, the columnist or, and uh, author Dick Morris, uh, had he summed it up in his presentation is something that i believe that is worth listening to i don't agree with everything dick marr says but he he after the new hampshire debate he pretty much said romney looks like he has a a buy a first round pass he said unless rick perry jumps in from texas he said that romney when i say first uh round buy he's talking about getting in there and and he doesn't believe that governor tim Pawlenty showed any gusto in that debate, and he thinks that that, uh, that is going to brand him as uh, someone who can't stand up to uh, Romney. Now, he also went on to say about Michelle Bachman. He said that uh, she showed some great conservative uh, backbone, and he said that Herman Cain has a Tea Party group getting behind him. He really believes that it could come down between Romney, Bachman, or Cain. He thinks Bachman or Cain will be able to uh, position themselves and get in and get in a one-on-one race with Romney. Now this is way, way out from what's going to happen. When we are only six months away from Iowa caucuses, but I'm telling you, we got a lot between now and then. Uh, somebody's going to stick their foot in the mouth, and some people are going to get better and better. And I mentioned last week that. Herman Cain does have a lot of support building up, but now Michelle Bachman, that was before Michelle Bachman jumped into the presidential race, and I'm telling you, she's brought in some excitement. And then we have, uh, of course, Governor Pawlenty, and then we also got John Huntsman, former governor of Utah, John Huntsman, uh, putting his hat in the ring. 
So there's a lot going on, and does Rick Perry from Texas, does he jump in? And what kind of enthusiasm will he bring? So we're seeing uh, something that we haven't seen in the Republican nomination in decades, and I don't know if we've ever seen what we're seeing now. And and this is the day and age of the Internet, uh, Facebook, uh, social media. And so what effect would that have? Would a, a lot of things that people think they will be just like it was before, but we're going to see some things that will surprise you, surprise me, surprise everyone. But I'm telling you one thing that's very important, and I heard the liberals laughing or sort of upset that the, the Republicans didn't butcher each other in the debate. They're saying they're, they're just talking about blaming everything on Obama. <laughs> well, <laughs> get a clue, liberals. <laughs> Look around. People are not happy. They don't have jobs. And it's getting to be a disgusting the, uh, when people blame something on Bush now or three years out and they're blaming things on Bush, I'm telling you, you know, the American people may be fooled for a little while, but they ain't dumb, okay? The American voter wants to know why we're in this mess. And, then, and we're finding out that we can point right at the far-left liberal policies. They're not digging us out of this deep recession. In fact, I think it's making things worse. So we got to move on in the show because we got so much to tell you. The Tombstone of the Week Award. Well, before I get to the Tombstone of the Week Award, let me remind you, where's americasjobs.com? Uh, you can go plug that in and go right to it or click on the banner right there on the front page of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Where's americasjobs.com? Uh, go see where they're going. See where they're going to. A great website there. Check that out. I also want to remind you about the Tea Party Review magazine. If you haven't got it yet, subscribe. Go again to the banner right on the front page of Doc Holliday's Tea Party or go to my website at www.teaparty.ms. And there you can also pick up a copy of my book. It is still on special for $9.99, including shipping. I'm telling you, I want to get the book out. To everybody wants one. we got a lot of new listeners so uh, go to the website, www.teaparty.ms. Check out Walk With Me, a Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to today's Tea Party Revolution. And let me remind you that you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Ed Holiday, and you're listening to Doc Holiday's Tea Party. And now, each week, we give a Tombstone of the Week award to some group of words speech, or actions by some individual. The award never goes to an individual or person, but it goes to what they said or did or the actions thereof. And I want to say that this week's award, Doc Holliday's Tombstone of the Week Award, goes to none other than Congressman Weiner, New York's infamous congressman now. And how long will be a congressman? We don't know. But the award goes to Congressman Weiner and his inappropriate actions on social media. Uh, the newly married congressman, maybe soon ex-congressman, we don't know. I don't have to tell you about what he did, but sending outrageous pictures to uh, uh, six different women that we know of. And he is, uh, and then he lied to the press and made, he tried to make Andrew Breitbart look like a, look like a zombie. He tried to make him... Uh, be a fall guy and then 
They just they were like going against Andrew Breitbart because they wanted to, and then all of a sudden yeah, the truth comes out. And so uh, Congressman Weiner gets the Tombstone of the Week award for his inappropriate actions that uh, should not be should not be done by any member of Congress. I'll put it that way. Uh, we ought to hold our congressmen and congresswomen to a higher standard, and his constituents will have the ultimate say. But I do believe that there's no better recipient of this week's Doc Holliday's Tombstone of the Week Award than Congressman Weiner's actions uh, that were so inappropriate. Now, let's move on to the show. And again, I got a lot packed in. I do want to talk to you about the fiscal responsibility because you know the debt limit is coming up and Washington is trying their best to work out some kind of deal, but it scares me because they're not getting the message from you and me in the Tea Party. Now, listen, we're going to talk more about that when it comes up in a little bit in the Rock of Liberty speech. I told you about what does, uh, <clears throat> what does it mean to be a Tea Party ghostbuster. Well, you're going to find out in the Rock of Liberty speech coming up toward the end of the show, but right now let me tell you about the state treasurer of the state of Mississippi. He's a friend of mine, and he has had almost eight years in office. And I'll t- for those who uh, don't know any Mississippi politics, he is actually running for lieutenant governor as I speak. When I brought him on the show, I wanted to ask him some financial questions about Washington. And he said, well, what does a state treasurer know? Well, I know Tate Reeves, and he knows what it means when, it, when you have to borrow money and you go into bond issues. So we're going to ask him some questions about that. And like I promised you, we got Kevin Jackson coming up in a clip when he was in Tupelo, Mississippi, visiting the birthplace of the king, Elvis Presley. And he had some thoughts on Elvis Presley. And and so we're going to bring those to you in just a few minutes. Got a great show coming up. It just continues on. And before we go any further, let me just remind you about the Tea Party Review magazine, remind you about where's america's jobs.com go check it out both of those you can check on the banner on doc holiday's tea party right there on the front page or go to my website www.teaparty.ms remember to get the book walk with me it's on special right now for a limited time nine dollars 99 cents including shipping so if you don't have a copy be sure to get yours today order that online at www.teaparty.ms great to have you new listeners uh, check out the book, order that, and and tell your friends about Doc Holiday's Tea Party. We continue to grow. I continue to get all kind of messages from around the country. I appreciate everything you say or do, questions you ask. We try to respond where we can. You know, we can't respond to everything, but I am telling you that I love this audience. I love the Tea Party movement because that's what this is about. It's about freedom, and we're all got a piece of the puzzle we all to get this puzzle back together and america on the right track we all must be a piece of that puzzle that is put together to get america on the move i'm a piece of it you're a piece of it together we're gonna link up and put this puzzle back together humpty dumpty is the liberals and they're gonna come crashing down off the wall you remember a few weeks ago i talked about the Humpty Dumpty politicians. You can go back in the archives and check out the Humpty Dumpty politicians show. But I'm telling you, the Tea Party movement is sticking together. We can't agree on 100% of the things, but we can agree on America's freedom must be strong, bold, 
brave, and we got to get the job done. That's why you're listening. That's why I'm putting this show together. Tell your friends about it. Get them on to and get them listening to Doc Holiday's Tea Party every week. Hey, you can check out your email, whatever you do on a computer. Just click over to Doc Holiday's Tea Party and listen to the show when you're checking out the news or the email. And now let's listen to State Treasurer Tate Reeves. My listeners, this is a, of course, we got people listening to New York and California and Florida and Washington and Alaska all over, but we are in a, a race for Lieutenant Governor of the State of Mississippi, so I want to let our listeners know that. But saying that, our what we want to do today is uh, talk about the federal government and the fact that you know and you've been in the Treasurer's office, we know, we know about bonds, and when we start borrowing money, uh, people expect to get that money back someday, don't they? Well, under the Obama administration, um, I have seen things I thought I would never see before. You know, in Washington today, uh, the U.S. Treasury issues bonds. The Fed comes in and buys those bonds, and they think it's been a good day. Um, and that's, you know, they're simply printing money uh, that, that our kids and our grandkids are going to have to pay back at some point. And that's the reason uh, the 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 Tea Party groups um, have, have risen up and said, you know what, enough is enough. We've been taxed enough already, and now uh, the Democrats and others have not been willing to stand up and say they're for raising taxes. They're just willing to keep borrowing money um, and, and making the, the national debt increase, the deficit increase, and that's something that's not sustainable. And while I certainly hope that we don't see a government shutdown, uh, we have to do something because if not, the o- Obama administration is going to uh, spin this country into a debt we can't get out of. Now, what you just said was uh, that, uh, again, we issue bonds, and, and in the past we've had countries, China, Japan, others buying bonds, but we're not seeing the international uh, nations buying our bonds like they were. And what you said, the Fed is ending up buying our, uh, buying our own bonds. So what what does that pretend? Well, that that's a, a problem. You know, we found ourselves in uh, two or three years ago in which China actually owned uh, the largest percentage of U.S. debt of any country, and that that's certainly not a good thing. Uh, but now um, you're not seeing global demand for U.S. securities. Uh, what you're seeing is the uh, a, a different division of the federal government, the the Fed, actually come in and buy U.S. Treasuries so that the Treasury can continue to issue new paper. And that's a terrible situation that we find ourselves in and one that, that we cannot allow to continue. Now we have, a, a, I know in the state of Mississippi, the legislature has had to battle it just about every year you've been in office. You went through Katrina, went through other things and having to rebuild after Katrina, and yet Mississippi comes out with a balanced budget. Well, there, there are a lot of people who uh, around the country who know that uh, there are states like California and Illinois and New York who have tremendous challenges, and and some would even argue in some instances they're, you know, they've been close to government shutdowns and they're having a hard time paying their bills. But what very few people know is there are a whole lot of states between them and Mississippi that also are having tough times. Uh, we've had challenges. Uh, Katrina certainly was a challenge. The the uh, global uh, economic downturn was a major challenge here as we saw revenues decline. But in our state, we're actually in far better fiscal shape than most um, because we've had a governor that was willing to step up and make the budget cuts. Um, that's something that uh, some states have not had. Uh, that's something that is very important um, as we look to rebound 
as the national economy improves, uh, we think we're in better shape than most to benefit from a, uh, a recovery. And because our budget is balanced, um, we have gotten control of our overall debt burden, uh, although we've got more work to do there. And so as businesses look to, to relocate and locate and invest capital, uh, we think we've created an environment in Mississippi which encourages that. And that's something that uh, as we look to bring better and higher paying jobs to our state, uh, that we think is really, really important. One of the things that's important about that, I know, uh, Tate, you, you just said that uh, you, we had a governor that would help cut spending. And, and why can't we cut spending in Washington? What's the problem of Washington? Well, you know, in Washington, it has historically been that uh, if one agency wants a 10% year-over-year increase and the Congress only gives them an 8% year-over-year increase, they think that's cutting government spending. Um, that's not the way it works in the real world. That's not the way it works when I was in the private sector. That's not the way it works at, at our kitchen tables for our families around uh, this country. It certainly shouldn't be the way it works in Washington, D.C. It's been the way it has been uh, for many years, but I hope that these... Um, young Republicans that have been elected to Congress um, on a, uh, in 2010 on uh, a platform of fiscal responsibility. I hope and I pray for our country that they are going to bring fiscal sanity to Washington and, and fight to hard to get control of spending because it's absolutely imperative. And the Tea Party group is the first time I, one thing that I am proud to be a part of the Tea Party is because I see people out in other countries rallying and, and marching against uh, government uh, when we cut government services. The Tea Party is actually saying we need to cut because we have a future ahead of us and, uh, and if we don't cut I don't know what the future looks like. What does the future look like if we don't cut spending? Well we can't continue to, I mean we cannot continue to see spending increase uh, with revenues uh, flat to declining and simply borrowing from our kids and our grandkids and their potential economic growth in the future. We cannot, and I mean cannot, continue to do that. It is imperative that we get control our national debts in the trillions, <coughs> and we've got to get control of that. $1.6 is our national uh, deficit. We're borrowing that much this year. We did over a trillion dollars the last two years. and and. Uh, what's a trillion dollars to a state treasurer? How, what is a trillion dollars, uh, barring $1.6 trillion to spend that we don't have? What is that? Wh what kind of uh, uh, images does that put in your mind as a state treasurer? Well, it's just, it's terrible. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unfathomable to those of us uh, who have to operate under constitutions that require a balanced budget. Uh, and so, you know, when you look at the, the Bush administration, I, believe it or not, I was one of those Republicans saying that even I thought they were spending too much, and their largest uh, uh, annual deficit was uh, between five and six hundred billion. Uh, this year, in this administration, in the Obama administration, it's three times worse than that. Three times larger than anything this country's ever seen. Um, that's a problem, and it's got to get. We got to get control of it. Well, Tate, I appreciate you giving your input and uh, as your experience as uh, eight years as state treasurer and all you've seen. Uh, I think that uh, we got a lot of lot to look forward to if we can cut the spending and get this wasteful spending out of Washington. And I appreciate what you've done in the state of Mississippi. Anything you want to say to 
the Tea Party people around the nation. Well, Doc Holliday, I just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on with you today. I appreciate what you're doing in our state uh, to bring fiscal responsibility, and I know that you're uh, doing that in other parts of our country as well. It's a, it's a great honor to be on the show with you today and, and look forward to being with you again soon. And that was Mississippi State Treasurer Tate Rees. And I take a couple nuggets from what he had to say. Number one, when you ask him about, you know, State Treasurer, what does $1.6 trillion deficit mean? And he said it's unfathomable. It's, you know, it's really a nightmare for anybody to think of that, but especially a State Treasurer. And and it's, that's the scary situation we're in as a country. Another thing I can take away from that is that, he is uh, empowered to help uh, keep fin- fiscal responsibility by the Tea Party movement. He's proud of the Tea Party movement, and I think state treasurers across the country should be proud of the Tea Party movement. What you are doing, what you are out there doing at your home, in your neighborhood, in your local community, so keep it up. That's the power of the Tea Party movement. It's growing don't let the mass media, the mainstream, <laughs> lamestream media, whatever you want to call it, don't let them lull you in the sleep saying it's, it's, it's diminishing. It, it's not. It is growing strong, and people are listening, just like State Treasurer Tate Rees. He's listening to the Tea Party. Thank goodness we got a chance for freedom to make a comeback in America because of you. Now, I promised you I was going to play this clip from when uh, conservative Kevin Jackson was in Tupelo, Mississippi. He had just toured the birthplace of Elvis Presley. And I promised you I was going to play a short clip. And I'm telling you, we're having uh, technical difficulties with the audio clip. So I'll just tell you, when Kevin was in Tupelo, Mississippi, after he, after he uh, toured the Elvis Presley birthplace, he was talking about how Elvis had made it from rags to riches. And he said, that's really the hope of America, that any anybody should be able to to look at where they are and believe in themselves, and then they can go on. You may not be the richest person in the world, but at the same time, you can make yourself successful in America, and that's what freedom's about. And that's what Kevin said that you know he he may have been able to go places quicker with his personality. Maybe that slowed some things down, but he knew who he was. He knows who he is and what he wants to do. And that's what he was telling young people, to to be a part of America and that you can be a success story in America when you work hard, when you have your head basically screwed on straight and you know where you want to go and what you want to do. And so he came away from Tupelo impressed with uh, the birthplace of Elvis, and we were glad to have him. And I, I hope that, uh, Kevin, if you're listening, uh, we appreciate you coming in, and I hope that you're Visit to Elvis Presley's birthplace will continue to reap benefits in the future for you. Now, one thing I want to do on uh, finishing up our Rock of Liberty speech, and I told you, what is a Tea Party Ghostbuster? Well, I tell you what I'm telling, why I'm calling a Tea Party Ghostbuster. You need to become one because there is fear mongering going on with this debt limit. I'm telling you, the Democrats, our our uh, treasurer. Secretary of Treasury Tim Geithner, we had people after people saying, "You got to raise it. You got to raise it. You got to raise it." I'm saying it should not be raised without tremendous cuts. Listen, Senator Toomey from Pennsylvania said we can pass 
a law. Yes, the house can pass a law saying uh, the monies that come in every day to the United States Treasury will first go to pay our bondholders. They will not default on the bonds. State governments have to do this all the time. The governor, when they have to balance a budget, they must make cuts. The federal government is, they don't want to make cuts. They can and they must. And if the debt limit isn't raised, they would be a fool not to pay the bondholders. That's what would come crashing into our financial system, and they would be foolish, absolutely foolish, not to pay the bondholders. You know, they ought to make two or three, the, the three ways they could do this, three things they can do. First, they could have a reserve fund, not trillions, but a couple hundred billion dollars, saying if Congress approves it, if it's needed, if the Secretary of Treasury says it's needed to keep a financial calamity from happening, then it could be used for that. Have a little emergency fund, not for Congress to use, but only, only to make sure we don't have a financial crisis. I don't think it would come about, but you can have a reserve fund for that. And then make sure the military is paid, the paychecks go to the military, make sure Social Security recipients get their paychecks, and by golly, start cutting. If you had to say 10% across the uh, board, education, energy, all these departments, cut them. Get rid of the czars. Cut these budgets and force it on them. Do not raise that debt limit unless, by golly, we get some definite cuts. Hold your ground. Republicans, don't get wishy-washy now. We are got fear-mongering coming out of the White House, out of the Democratic leadership, out of the Secretary of the Treasury, and I'm telling you, we need Tea Party Ghostbusters. That's the Rock of Liberty speech. Become a Tea Party Ghostbuster. Knock out these spirits of fear, these spirits of despair, these ghosts that are just hiding because fear in this economy, fear in the people, fearing the citizens because we got liberals scared to death because they promised more than they can deliver. And the taxpayers are getting, getting cut and stabbed in the back. And it's time we put an end to this. It will not cause a financial calamity. We can pay our bondholders. We can pay those who need it. And by golly, let's stop spending money we don't have. Now's the time to stand strong. Call your congressman. Call your senator. Tell them to have a backbone. We need some men and women in Washington with a backbone. Backbone, Republicans. Get one. Okay. Rock a liberty speech for the middle of June. Let's get it going, folks. The Tea Party's on the move, and don't back down. See you next week. We'll talk more about presidential politics. we got some great interviews, like I said, coming up. So don't you miss next week's show. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.